let's finish off with Miami Vice season three, episode 19 red tape Vigo Mortensen and Lou Diamond Phillips are the guest stars. Uh, although we, we had another, uh, guest show up there. Um, what's her face? Uh, and I, I should have pulled up this page before I decided to try what to call her name is her memory. face? Let's get <laughs> yeah. to the bottom of this one. I think you're thinking of Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. No, I said what's Lou Diamond face? Phillips. Oh. Lou Diamond Phillips, Vigo Mortensen, and Lou Diamond Phillips. Annette Benning. Annette uh, Benning shows up as oh well. Oh my God. I did not recognize Annette Benning. She's Vicky. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Hmm. Um, okay. Second episode in a row that we've watched, and we're not doing them chronologically, so there's some right. kind of spacing so we out. some stuff, yeah. This is another very tub-centric show. This one was so much better than the High Noon one. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was way, way better, uh, specifically because he was so flying off the handle. And for uh, tell me if I missed this, but they did not do the cheesy thing where they went out of their way to spell it out for us. Right. That he was undercover the entire time. They just but made instead, you think he was acting uncharacteristically mad. And then around mm -hmm. the time that I naturally had that thought, I'm like, this doesn't seem like Tubbs at all. Then there was other people talking and, and yeah. you know, uh, 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 Edward James almost takes a phone call yeah. from him or what have you. Uh, I'm uh, I, 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 I thought it was rather good. I, I rather liked it, uh, especially because, and this is going to be a bad parallel, and because Tom is the host of Daily Tech News Show, he's going to explain to me why the, uh, I was wrong to have this thing tickled in my head. But for some reason, the entire conceit of this episode is the problem that everything is computerized and everyone from the janitor to the jailer to the... You know, the judge can access all of these records. And for some reason I thought blockchain and I know that blockchain <laughs> is, is that a weird thing to, to think of in that moment? I don't know. I would why did you think blockchain? Well, well be, because everything is public me. and everything is scrutinizable. And this is what like, like the whole purpose of going oh, undercover is yeah. to deceive. And now their problem is that there huh. is a public blockchain that makes it possible for anybody at any level in the organization to rat out what they're up to, which is why they had to do this whole thing with tubs. Right. I think I, it, I oh. would say that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. It makes perfect sense. I would say it would be a really bad idea to put like that kind of secret information on a public blockchain. Uh, almost as bad as having no password protection on your warrant system. I mean, okay. is that just a, that's just a factor of the times, right? Like I, the I early think, computing system. I think it's system. a factor of the storytelling sophistication of the time because you could easily like show that Annette Benning's character was the only person authorized and she'd been compromised, which I think is what you're supposed to believe, right? You're supposed to believe she's the insider who can get that information. Uh, but it did seem like anybody could just walk up to that terminal and look something up anytime they wanted. Yeah, and and I I, I definitely read it as as she was either in love with this guy or had been pressured yeah. or whatever. And, mm -hmm. and, um, they, they could have told the story without computers, I guess is what I'm saying. She could have just had access to the locked filing cabinet and it would have worked just as well. But it yeah. was cool seeing it. Like, I thought yeah, they did a yeah. good job of being like, the computer screen, this, hey, people will be they thinking. They used a real computer screen. They didn't fake something up. So I'll give them that, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I also liked um, uh, the fact that there's the collateral damage. So what we have is a problem where within the police department, anybody can know what a vice squad is up to. The Justice and, Department. Uh, right, Justice yeah. Department. Uh, and, and, and the solution that they come up with is to avoid the computer system. The collateral damage of that was that in executing this program, uh, program uh, executing this this plan, uh, they tricked Lou Diamond Phillips into believing that that Tubbs right. was in on it, and then Lou Diamond Phillips, whoopsie doodle, becomes collateral damage of this. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I, increasingly, the more I think of Miami Vice as a play and not as a realistic mm -hmm. depiction of anything, the more I'm able to tolerate like people being gunshot, clearly having no blood all over them and then flopping <laughs> into the water. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, but, but. Or Switek going into a situation where you're like, wait, that they shot, they shot at Switek. They wouldn't have let him go in if they knew that. And, oh, but he had a bulletproof vest on. I'm like, what about his head? Uh, uh, what, well, what, don't get shot in the head. What that, do you, what, yeah. Don't get shot in the head. I, Duck. I think that was not Switek. I think that was somebody else. But but yeah, they they yeah who maybe it wasn't Switek. It, it, it was whoever it was somebody went blonde. In. Yeah, yeah, right. It was like wait a minute. They just sent that guy in without any head protection. He could have totally got a headshot and died. Uh, I knowing do... he was going to get shot at by the gun that they had gone in and rigged. Well, at that point, I'm willing to believe like if you go oh, well, they the said effort they put of unloading a auto shotgun. Oh, that's right. Then you would complain. probably aim He's it. Like, to, oh, those yes. were just blanks, and they still hurt. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked Tubbs's rage. I thought he played it really well. You, you believe I? I, I believed I, it longer than I should have. I, I, yeah. I, I assumed it, it, it was real for a very good amount of time. Like at some yeah. point, like he actually was upset about this, and then. Then there was a because I mean they make a very good argument for it. Hey, <laughs> we got someone looking at us. These are all death traps now. The entire department is a death trap until we solve this. And, and I'm also, out of here. The, I'm going back to New York. To right, New right, York. right. The the credible fact that he was like, I didn't have to deal with none of this nonsense in New York. Yeah. You know, the place that we've announced for three seasons that I'm from. I could go back there, and it's like, yeah, no, I would. I'm not sure why you need money from a credit union and are throwing bar stools around. Uh, but I want all my money now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do want to give a mega shouts out um, to the best worst scene, which is the opening one. You got two guys playing football, uh, cleared off, blocked off street. And there is a good, uh, this is, you know, like a, a elementary level uh, lesson in production. It begins with a crane shot panning down and it's an unbroken shot as whoever's on the crane gets off wearing a steady cam rig. Also, at the same time, Don Johnson pulls up in the Testarossa, hits his mark, parking the car, hops out of the car, uh, chats with Tubbs. They go walking. They meet other guys. Footballs are thrown. Uh, then they do a, a, a do-si-do where, where the, the, the camera flips from over the shoulder or sideways to being... Uh, in front of them on a walk and talk, they make it a, a minute and 50 seconds before they actually have to cut and then show something else, which that's a lot of moving parts. And yeah. uh, everybody hits their mark responsibly or responsibly, uh, respectably. The only bummer is the opening line is 
5.15 a.m. This is crazy, he says, with his face dripping with sweat and the sun clearly directly overhead. <laughs> well, the sun comes up early that time of year. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. Okay. It's the sunny state. It gets yeah. all the way straight up above them. Well, and, and also re-watching that scene, I think that there's a lot you can smooth over with dubbing because, A, watching in standard definition, they are very far away from the camera. Yeah. Uh, there, if if someone flubs a line, as long as it looks right, like you, there. In fact, they may have had to dub it to get good audio. To be honest, because there there's a cut in there where they cut away from that shot to a pretty long shot, um, and then they go back to that same angle. So it it makes me think, uh, there's there's probably a lot of flexing and tweaking you can do with something like that. Yeah, those shows regularly did ADR anyway. That's a really good I point. Mean, uh, I mean, would have to I, do I for something everything like that. everything was ADR'd. Yeah, I'd yeah. be surprised if it wasn't. Uh, Web Which, Magic in the chat is pointing out that uh, he says that they didn't have Steadicam back then. Fun yeah. fact, uh, Steadicam was invented and first used with The Shining, which would have been, I believe, 1975 to 76 or so. Mm. So so it definitely existed. Uh, at, at, at Probably that pricey. Point. If it was wide. Because yeah. I, I could have seen where you probably would have just done a big crane for this whole shot. Uh, no, no, you couldn't because, because I, I mean, again, they get, oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll watch it again. Yeah, I might have to see because I, I think you can get them. Well, I, I wasn't paying attention. But After it's you why. pointed I, it out I, to I, me I, I, it, and it, I rewatched it. It made it. such an impression on me that I went back and I rewatched the first two minutes and, and noted how long they were able to get everything, give or take, perfect. Yeah, before the, and they go to a two shot and then come back, uh, and they they continue that same shot afterwards for for a, a little bit before they go into the building. Um, the, the one of the most impressive bits was when Lou Diamond Phillips throws football in the car. Yeah, and like, he catches it like, like and and it, and he does that split right. Oh, oh, that's right. And yeah. and then and he says, "Am I good or am I good?" And uh, yeah. Uh, so there's a, here's the other thing is when you do a play night after night after night, then you're able to rehearse everything so automatically that there's no semantic crutches. Every line de delivered perfectly in television. I don't know. You get a few days to practice your lines of practice right. the scene. This they is a two minute unbroken dialogue of four characters. And I, at this point, like I'm dissecting and I'm like, I heard one, uh, and one, and that's it. And everything else was flawless. It, 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 it's really a remarkable little scene. I, that, that piece where Lou Diamond Phillips is delivering a line, opens the car door, throws the football in, closes the car door, catches back up, and none of that messes anyone else up was one of the most impressive things in that, the whole bit. That, that's the moment where they do the do -si do where the camera goes yeah. from side view to yep. uh, uh, face on walk and talk. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, well, yeah, that, it was that, good. That was, it was good. It was a good one. It, uh, for, uh, for a tub centric episode, this is the best one so far. All right. So that is Miami vice season three, episode 19 red tape. Uh, we're going to stay in order for next week. Uh, Miami vice three twenty. uh, by hooker by crook. Ugh. So hooker and crook, but playing off the, anyway, by hooker, by crook with uh, guest star, Melanie Griffith. You might yeah. know her from movies Being with Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffith. <laughs> uh, quick shout out. If you haven't seen it, uh, look up 
the story of the movie Roar, R-O-A-R. Uh, in an age where uh, during the pandemic we became fascinated with Tiger King, Roar was a movie with like 35 tigers in it, one of whom mauled the face of Melanie Griffith. It's extraordinary. By hooker, by crook, Melanie Griffith. Also the White Lotus season two, episode three and 2521 season one, episode two. Wait, she's we... married to Don Johnson? Melanie Griffith is? Yeah, I, I guess, according to the chat. Oh, all right. There you go. Well, did they meet on episode through 20? Does anybody know that? Anyway, uh, we will be back with those three shows to talk about non spoiler time. Next time you get these episodes early. If you are a patron, patreon.com slash cord killers until then, uh, spoil yourselves. You deserve it. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>